visiting with our Shab of the Week senior defensive back, Will Maggots. And, Will, I know that, like Leo Lowen, we met you after a big play. And I want to take you all the way back. You're sitting there going, wait, I didn't block the punt, but the ball's sitting right there. And, you know, I remember it like it was yesterday, and I'm sure you probably do too. But that was when we met Will Maggots. Take us back to that play in 2021. Well, I remember talking about that exact scenario in practice about maybe the day before on a Thursday, if it was behind the line, we're picking up and scoring. And I thought somebody else was going to do it and nobody else did. So I just ran over there and grabbed it. And it was probably one of the coolest moments. I mean, it was my first time in a varsity game and making a big play like that and seeing the crowd was just something really special. You have a, a moment that happens that's almost accidental. You know, that, that thing that we always talk about with, with football players, know the game. Knowledge of assignment is the number one thing. It's Definitely. not It's not height. It's not weight. It's not speed. It's not power. It's you know what to do. Can you take us through what knowledge of assignment means to you? Oh, 100%. Like you said, it's the number one thing we look at. And it's the number of things you're taught day one, the exact things you're supposed to do and base coverages. Obviously, you learn more going up and different coverages and blitzes and things. But the number one thing is how to play your position. I came from a different middle school. I didn't come from Hill Country or Westridge. So it was, it was all very new to me. And I took it very seriously and I learned it. And it was, it was one of the things that I think took me a step forward in my, my play on the field. Does having a cousin that's a quarterback help at all? You know, I know you and Kirkland are pretty tight. And if you don't know Westlake Nation, Kirkland Michaud and Will Maggots are cousins. So so football is definitely in the family. Oh, for but, sure. But does it help, you know, having that offensive mind kind of be pretty close to you? A little bit. I mean, not necessarily the offensive mind. It's about just someone that I've, I can talk to that's already been through the program and knows what it's like to win a state championship like the one he did. It was just really interesting to talk to him and know how to do it exactly how he did it. And that's just kind of what we've been doing for the past three years. It's fun to talk about it because indifference to brothers, right? I think that's what we're used to. So I think it's unique to have somebody that's like a brother. That's also unique to have that kind of perspective from your uncle who played here. What are some of those conversations like? Obviously, me, my uncle, and my cousin talk about it all the time. It's just really interesting to see what the difference is. The difference is that for the team were when my uncle was here. I mean, it was a completely different thing. He's told us stories about how they worked out and did different workouts. And then obviously, me and Kirkland have gone through the same sort of scenarios and shot makers and off seasons and all that. So it's really, it's really cool to see the, the differences now from back when my uncle played. I know football helps you with baseball. How does baseball help you with football? Baseball, I kind of say it's an individual sport in a team sport, and football is almost the complete opposite. It's a complete team sport. You're relying on everybody, but it's your at-bat in baseball. But that also helps me with my, my focus and my one-on-one. In that point, I guess that is kind of like an at-bat. It's a, it's a one-on-one situ, situ, situation, so it really helps me stay focused in the moment. You move from a trained safety to corner this year and at six four six five, I think you know that you are not the average mm-hmm. corner what does that mean to you what advantages do you think you have I mean it gives me help on the jump ball I'm always higher than everybody else for the most part I think I can jump a little bit too so I'm, all, I'm always a step ahead or a little bit higher than on the jump ball and obviously just any sort of high throw or I, I have length it comes with height comes with length so my arms are pretty long compared to some of the receivers we play so it, Helps me get off blocks better. They can't get their hands on me as well. 
Do you think that helps your guys in practice when you guys go good on good? Because we talk a lot about practice. The number one receiving core in the state of Texas, we've got the number mm-hmm. one offensive line, we've got the number one defensive line. So the, the the feeling is, hey, you know, when we get to games, yes, teams like Dripping Springs, teams like Lake Travis, yes, they, they will be good. But will they be good as us? Who's that one guy in practice that you go against? It's like, man, this is legitimately what they're talking about when they say iron sharpens iron. I mean, obviously, Jaden, Keaton, and uh, even Bradley Mays. I go against Bradley Mays almost every day in one-on-ones, and it's I, I have not seen a better receiver in a game than them, and and that gives me a lot of confidence, and I, I hope it gives them confidence going against me during one-on-ones in Pascal, too. What does hunting do for you? What does hunting and fishing do for you as a – is it an escape from football, baseball, and being, and being a Westlake student-athlete, or is it something that you just enjoy doing? It's a little bit of both. I mean, I try to get my mind off everything that's going on at school – and in the football world, believe it or not, when I'm in the stand hunting or fishing, I mean, it's just, it's a kind of a time for me just to calm down, not think about everything that's going on, and just enjoy myself and my friends for a little bit. Coach Dodge always talked about this being in a blender, and he talks about it mainly in the in the perspective of a quarterback that hasn't had a whole lot of reps. For you guys, on the run that this program is on, and mining your own expectations, I would say, you know, hunting and fishing and getting out of the blender has got to give you some perspective. Do you find it, does it slow things down just a little bit? It reminds you, hey, we're on a pretty big grind here. Anytime I can get away and do this. For Kaiser, it's video games. Mm-hmm. You know, for you, it's it's sitting in a, in a deer blind somewhere. What, sure. is, what does that do for you mentally? I think it really helps. I mean, when you're so locked into film and football, obviously that helps, but I don't think you should be locked into all that stuff. 24 hours of the day we watch enough film I, I watch enough film on my own time and so it's when i get out there it's time for me to turn the technology off a little bit and just enjoy myself out there it's fun to think about westlake football players and and really high school athletes in general that have an awareness of setting their own boundaries when it comes to what they're doing because obviously this means a whole lot to you or you wouldn't mm-hmm. be doing it obviously sure. you're passionate about it you know but will what's What's really impressive to me is that, you know, I find myself often impressed by intelligence and impressed by the ability to put words together and and have conversations with with chaparrals over the course of the years. But it's very seldom that you hear self-imposed boundaries of the things that they enjoy doing the most. When everybody else is telling you, well, you should be watching film or you should Mm -hmm. be doing this. You're like, no, there's a time for that. Exactly. And there's there's a time for me to be a kid. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes... Us at Westlake, people on the outside try to think that it's it's all about the next game and it's all about who we play next. And in reality, we're we're all high school kids. Obviously, we we care about this a lot and we work really hard at it. But we also have like homecoming, for example. We have we have other things going on in our high school worlds. Yeah, man, you've got tuxes to rent, corsages to wear. Mm-hmm. There are things to do. There's mums, and there, there's all kinds of things going on. And that's what I want to talk to you about because you've got the the family connection. You grew up around it. And then you came to it. And that's always a unique perspective of how somebody comes in, especially when you come in right at the high school level. It's different for guys, you know, like TJ and, and, and really guys like Connor from last year's team. Yeah. They established themselves very quickly. But how did you establish yourself when you first got to Westlake? Just working as hard as I can. I'm, I was always involved. To be honest, I really liked making an impact on special teams. So even my, my junior year, my first year on varsity, my probably my main spot on the team was special teams. Obviously, I, pay, I played in games and played safety and defense, but last year I called myself a special teams player and played defense on the side. I mean, those were the plays that I made in the game, and that's kind of how I made a name for myself going into this year. Coach Dunham talks about you as a guy that does everything that we ask him to do and then finds other ways to help too. And I find that to be not only complimentary, 
but I also find it to be indicative of the level that special teams has now, I, I jokingly call this year as a special teams takeover. You know, in this eight-year and going on seven games, we saw the offense. The offense got control with Todd Dodge. Yep. The defense then got control with Coach Salazar. And then now all of a sudden, this it's not that special teams didn't matter, but it's this wave of when it clicks – and it's now going to be a valuable asset moving forward no matter what. As a guy that's helped build that, what do special teams mean to you? I would dare to say we spend more time than any other team in the state on special teams, and we take that very seriously. I mean, we have special teams meetings. Our schemes by Coach Dunham are amazing. I mean, we have great plans going into every week, and that makes other teams have to plan for that, and that takes time out of their practices to try to stop one of the highest power in offenses in the state and one of the best defenses in the state too, if not the best defense. It's an overall deal. Special teams helps not just in the game with the big plays we've made, but it helps with the other aspects. They don't have as much time to go over our plays or our coverages. I told Coach Salazar in a text message, after the Lake Travis game, you're going to make everybody practice special teams. For sure. Because you look at a team like Dripping Springs, they put all of their eggs in one basket. They, they said, no, we're not going to even try. There's no reason to because our, our offense – with Austin Novosad, fine, we will go 75 yards. Mm-hmm. What kind of a message did that send to your sideline when it actually happened? We had a lot of confidence with our punt return, punt block team. They didn't really have a plan going into it, and so we had some good returns, not necessarily on the punts and the kickoffs because they would just fair catch everything, but, but the one time they did try to bring it out, it was a, a stop on the 20-yard line, which is a, a big statement. Talked to this last week with Jack Kaiser. You know, hey, man, not all of us get to run down the field in front of 10,000 fans screaming and scoring a touchdown. And I flip that to you because there is not a lot of people that get an opportunity to block one punt in their career, let alone several. And I look at guys like you and Keaton, guys that have really committed to playing special teams, and even this year with Jaden returning punts, because when you're balling out on special teams, I think it sends a message that is just so loud and so clear. Can you can you tell me what that message is? The starters on defense don't necessarily play all the special teams plays that they start on. And so a lot of our twos on kickoff get to go down there in the first quarter, and that is a big-time play. That's the first play on defense we have. And it sends a huge statement if we can get them down within the 20-yard line. It's a really big game-changing play. And this year with the whole special teams player of the week and everything, it's really made everybody... I mean, not so, sort of on an effort level, but just care a little bit more. Some of us already did, and so it's really cool to see some of the guys like really going all out on special teams, making diving tackles like Jeffrey Jenkins did this past week. It's, it's really cool to see. When your fellow teammates are the ones that are awarding you the, the accolade, and it comes with a fair amount of return on investment, you know, not just the, the graphic that we make to post on Westlake Nation, right? But that's a big deal. But, yeah. you know, I think Coach Dodge called it care factor. You know, when the care factor goes up on a side of the ball that not a lot of people spend a whole bunch of time on, imagine what that does for everybody else. Mm -hmm. Football is a three-phase game, and, you know, we've seen the evolution of the offense. We've seen the evolution of a defense now that those two things ride in tandem with one another. But with special teams, it's been a a wave of consistency that I think will continue. And that's something that 
to your end, Will, you know, yes, you're starting every game. Yes, you have an interception. Yes, you've played in some big moments and made some big plays. Rooted in that is your performance on special teams, how it's led you to the starting lineup. It gave me a lot of confidence. I know it gives some of the other guys confidence when they can make plays on special teams. When I go when I go play defense, I'm a lot more confident knowing that I just made a big play on special teams. To be honest, that very first play in the Temple game, I, I don't think I would have had as much confidence going into the Trinity game as I did if I didn't make a good play like that. And it, it's just a big confidence thing. Not just for me, but I know for a lot of other guys, it's when you make a good play and you can make a tackle, you know you can do it again. You think of superstition and you think of things you're not supposed to talk about. You know, you being a baseball guy, we're not supposed to talk about somebody throwing a Mm no-hitter, so we won't. Uh, We won't mention it. We will say that there are no hits in the game, but we will not talk about somebody who is efforting that. So there's a fair amount of superstition that goes into this next question, Will, because it has been incredibly obvious that this senior class and, and this group of Westlake chaparrals are saying no we're very much aware that four in a row has never been done before and we're very much aware that we want to win a district championship and we're very much aware that dripping springs is new and we need to welcome them in the way that westlake will welcome them in the things that you're not supposed to talk about you guys absolutely have no problem talking about explain that dynamic on the team i mean we talk about it every day we know exactly what our goals are we look towards the end in some some ways but we're also looking I mean, it's 6A football. Any team can beat anybody else if they have a bad day. It's not just you can't just walk into every game. And it's really important that we game plan the right way and respect our opponent, like Coach Salazar always says. And it's really important to just look at each game as it's like it could be the last one and go all out in that game. And, I mean, we're looking towards a district championship. We're looking towards practicing on Thanksgiving and then being in the, the big stadium at the end. But it could end for anybody in any moment. It has to be in every game could be your last kind of thing, and that's how I think a lot of us are taking it. As a senior, does it help that everything that you're doing, this is the last time I'm getting ready for my homecoming, this is the last time I'm getting ready for this game, does that help help that narrative a little bit for you? Oh, definitely. I mean, Coach Dodd said it a lot last year when I was a junior about how this is the senior's last game, and now I, I, I'm really feeling it. I mean, I didn't really understand it back then because I knew I had another season coming up. Now it's really kind of sinking in that this is my last time playing some of my friends at Austin High. This is my last time doing a homecoming at Westlake. So, and it really makes me want to compete even more. Knowing that, Will, is it easy to step back and actually enjoy it? Yes, for sure. I mean, it really is kind of surreal thinking about this is, I've been in this program for four years and this is coming up on my, my last half of a season. It's time for me to enjoy it but it's also time for me to work even harder which is making me enjoy it even more he's will maggots our shab of the week thanks so much for doing this yes sir thank you